This is Stand Up, Get Noticed, episode 66. You're listening to Stand Up, Get Noticed, the show that helps you communicate with confidence so you can stand out from the crowd and get noticed by all the right people. If you want to be a person of influence and achieve success in business and in life, this podcast is for you. To subscribe to the show, go to thecmethod.com. Oh, hi there. I'm Christina Cantors with you here for episode 66 of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate you taking some precious time out of your day to spend it with me. So thank you so much for that. I hope you're doing well today. I'm doing pretty good. As you listen to this, I'm actually in Chicago for the Podcast Movement 2016 conference at which I'm speaking And I actually recorded this before I left Australia, as I knew I probably wouldn't have time to write and record a podcast on the road. Now, as I am in Chicago to attend a conference, this episode is all about how to get the most out of conferences. And in fact, I'll be sharing with you 10 ways, 10 ways that you can get the most out of conferences and have an amazing time. But first, why should you go to conferences in the first place? After all, they can be expensive, time-consuming, and draining of your energy. Well, I believe that they are incredibly beneficial, whether you work for yourself or someone else. So here are four reasons why that you should go to conferences. Number one, you get to meet and hang out with other like-minded people. It's so awesome to geek out about stuff. You know, sometimes as a podcaster, you feel like, you know, there's not that many other podcasters around, especially here in Melbourne. I know a few podcasters, but not a whole heap. So to be in an environment where it's full of other podcasters and you can just use as much podcast jargon, you know, geek speak as you want and, and talk about that. It's just, it's just so much fun. And I'm really looking forward to reconnecting with my podcast friends in the US because I, I attended the Podcast Movement Conference in 2014 and met a bunch of podcasters there. So it'll be so good to reconnect with them. So if there's a topic or, you know, if something in your industry that you're interested in, go to a conference about that topic and connect with other people who you'll be able to chat to them really easily and get along well and most likely make some new friends out of it. Number two, it keeps you up to date with the industry. Going to conferences and learning about all the new things that are happening means that you'll be able to stay ahead of the game and learn new things. Now, if you want to be seen as an authority in your industry, you need to show that you're forward thinking and aware of all the new things that are happening. And this is the same if you work for someone else. You know, if you can show your company that you're passionate and interested in learning about all the new developments in your industry, that's going to stand you in really good stead when it comes to promotions or taking on bigger projects. Reason number three, conferences are a great opportunity to promote your brand. And that's whether your brand is your business or your personal brand. Now, you may not have your own business, but maybe you're looking for a job. And conferences are a great place to suss out the different opportunities and meet people who could potentially help you. Reason number four, if at some point you want to be a speaker at that conference, attending is an awesome way to connect with the event organizers and to start building a relationship with them. And you can also suss out what the speakers are like and the topics 
and all of that so that you're in a better position to pitch your presentation idea next at the next conference. Now, I believe that part of the reason I was selected to speak at Podcast Movement was because the organizers had seen me speak before because I was at the 2014 conference. So we already had a relationship there. Plus, I knew what type of people would be attending. So when I pitched my idea, it was very specific and relevant to the audience demographic. And finally, reason number five for why you should attend a conference. If you're in a profession where you need to earn PD points, that's professional development points, conferences do contribute to this. So pitch the idea to your work and see if you can get them to pay for it or at least part of it. All right, are you convinced yet? Maybe you are, but you're still thinking, yeah, but it's so draining talking to all those people. Or maybe you're thinking, oh, the people there just want to sell me stuff. Or maybe you're thinking, oh, I've never found them valuable in the past. Or maybe you're just really nervous about going out there and talking to a bunch of new people. Well, that's okay. I'm going to share with you 10 tips for making the conference experience more enjoyable, less stressful, and more beneficial to you, your business, or the company that you work for. And ultimately, it is worth implementing these things because conferences are a large investment of time, money, and energy. I mean, I'm flying all the way to the US from Melbourne, Australia, for the podcast movement conference, so it is a big deal. I'm I'm unable to do my normal work, so I'm losing out on those earnings, plus there's the cost of the flight, accommodation, food, and so on. Now, fortunately, I didn't have to pay for the conference pass as I am a speaker, but of course, conference passes can be quite expensive, ranging from, you know, a few hundred dollars to thousands of dollars. So considering conferences are such a big investment, it's worth putting in the effort to make sure that you get the most out of them. Alrighty, let's get to it. 10 ways to get the most out of conferences. Number one, set your intention. Think about why do you want to go? Now, I know that many people go to conferences to sell their stuff and to find clients, which is understandable, but in my experience and from stories I've heard from other people, if selling your stuff is your only intention, you're probably going to be disappointed. Most people at conferences are there to connect with people, not to purchase web design services or to hire a coach or whatever. They might further down the track after meeting you, but not at that conference. Instead, think about who you want to connect with, what you want to learn, how you want to improve as a communicator. Don't think, all I have to do is get two clients out of this conference and it will cover my expenses. Yes, it may be true, but if you're thinking, get more clients, get more clients, you'll come across as wanting to get clients and you'll come across as needy and you'll actually turn people off. You're much better off having an open mind and going with the intention of, I'm here to meet great people. Or even just, if I meet one great person, make one great connection from this conference, then it'll be worth it. Okay, so set your intention right. Number two, based on your intention, find the conferences you want to go to. You're not going to get much out of a conference if it's not in line with your industry, right? Now, if you don't know any conferences, go to lanyard.com. They've got lists of conferences all around the world. Now, think about the people that are going. Think about, are they are they people similar to you with similar interests? Are they part of a network that you want to be a part of? Are the people part of your target audience? 
Yes, you can be strategic about picking events where potential clients will be hanging out, but like I said before, don't go in with the mindset of creating new clients. Another way is you can ask people if they know of good conferences. Ask them what type of people go. Are they really salesy people or they are they there to just meet other people and, and connect? Some business events are more hardcore, sell, 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 and others are more relaxed with an emphasis on parties and having fun, and others are designed to be more informative. So ask around, do your research, you know, join, join the Facebook group, find out what you can about the conference. Number three, how to pay less for the conference pass. So when you've researched events you want to go to, you can get in early to get discounted tickets most of the time. Or you can apply to be a volunteer, which in most cases, the conference will be free. So that's a really good way to get in without having to pay. And if you have a blog or podcast, you could even try applying for a media pass and offering to write about the event to give it more publicity. There's no harm in trying. And this is a good way to get in for free too. Or if you have a burning desire, apply to speak. And they'll generally... Uh, waive the conference pass fee as well if you become a speaker. All right, number four, if possible, stay at the conference hotel. Now, I just booked the conference hotel at $179 US per night, which is way more than I'd usually spend on an Airbnb, um, but I did it anyway because when you're spending a lot of time socializing, it's nice to be able to stay up late and just crash at the hotel really easily without having to worry about travel, especially when you're in a foreign city and you don't really know your way around. You can also sneak off for a nap in the afternoon if you're feeling tired. It's a good uh, good break from the, the busyness of the conference. And even if the conference is in your city, consider staying closer to it if you can. So crash with a friend or whatever, just whatever makes it, whatever reduces the travel time getting to and from the conference at night and in the morning. Tip number five for making the most out of a conference. Don't over plan. Now you may have a handful of talks that you really, really want to go to, but just keep in mind that you don't want to be rushing around to get from one place to another. Now you may discover a speaker that you love that you never heard of before. And, or, or you may get caught up in a great conversation in the hallway with someone you just met. You know, some people go to conferences and they don't even attend the talks. They're just there to connect with people. You know, often the best inter- interactions at conferences happen in the most unlikely of places. So you don't, so don't feel like you need to plan and go, okay, I'm going to this talk, then this talk, then this talk, then this talk, because it doesn't allow for those spontaneous interactions to happen. And also, you never know, you might feel absolutely exhausted at two in the afternoon or, you know, after after lunch break. So, you know, don't over plan. You might just feel like you want to go for a nap or or take some time out and go for a walk around the town for an hour. So if you are an introvert or you you do get drained by spending time with a lot of people, then then pace yourself and, and take breaks. Number six, practice approaching people. Now, if making small talk and meeting new people is outside your comfort zone, yay, conferences are an amazing place to practice because most people are there to meet new people, right? And they're easy to spot if they've got a conference lanyard on. It's like a green light for speak to me. 
And because you're all there for the same reason or to see certain people, the opening questions can be really easy. You can just walk up to someone and be like, oh, hey, so have you seen this speaker before? Or you can say, who's been your favorite speaker? Or you can say, can you help me find this room? Right? Do, or, or go go sit near someone who's by themselves. They're If they're not on their phone, go sit with someone and, and ask them if they've seen this speaker before. It's It's pretty easy to just talk about the conference. And remember that you're not the only person who's feeling a bit hesitant about approaching people. They are also likely to be having the same feelings of overwhelm as you. So they might just be even really grateful that you started a conversation with them. So use this as an opportunity to practice your conversation skills and and approaching people. Number seven, don't aim to sell, aim to be memorable. Now, this relates back to what I said at the start. You know, don't go in there with the mindset of going, oh, I want to sell all my books or I'm going to sell out all my courses. Just aim to, you know, have a good time and have people remember you. When I went to the Social Media Marketing World Conference in San Diego a couple of years ago, my friend Andrew and I dressed up as superheroes at the opening party and we just walked around with signs, you know, that had suggestive social media sort of uh, messages on them and we called ourselves the hashtag heroes and we walked around and took photos with people and you know and people loved it and the thing is we weren't actually selling anything we we just wanted people to remember us and to have fun and help other people have fun too and it totally worked. The next day, people would run up to us, even when we were in normal clothes, they ran up to us saying, oh, you're the Aussie superheroes. And it allowed us to have really great conversations with people. And people remembered me and Andrew, you know, online moving forward after the conference. So, you know, we just were there to to be memorable and, and have fun rather than trying to sell things. So this time at Podcast Movement, I'm going to try something new. I think I'll take my ukulele and play some songs for people. You know, it's part of my brand. So, so why not? Now for you, you don't have to, you don't have to walk around with a musical instrument. You can give out something that's more memorable than a plain business card, for example. Remember that people are meeting tons of other people at these conferences and you'll most likely end up with a fistful of business cards. But how many of those people will you actually remember? So I recommend putting your photo on your business card or maybe give out something a bit different like a sticker or a magnet or an origami bird or (laughs) whatever, you know, you feel comfortable doing. So don't aim to sell, aim to be memorable. Tip number eight, speaking of business cards, please don't machine gun your business cards out. You know, like, hi, I'm Christina. Here's my card. Again, people don't want to be sold to. I was once at a conference and this lady came up to me. She was all smiling and I was like, okay, here we go. Conversation. She said, oh, hi, how are you? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. She said, oh, you know, what do you do? And I told her, I'm Christina. I run a company called The C Method and I teach public speaking and communication. She said, oh, so do you use venues, you know, to run your workshops? I said, yeah. And she goes, oh, great. Cause I'm from so and so event spaces and, and we've just opened up this brand new event space. It would be perfect for you. Here's my card. Give me a call. And then she walked off and I was like, um, I don't even know you. And, um, h- hello. Nice to meet you too. And did you enjoy the event? And, uh, okay. 
There was no attempt to build up a relationship or to genuinely take an interest in me. It was just, you know, are you a potential client for me? He's my business card. So please don't do that. It really, it really doesn't work. Instead, if someone says to you, oh, hey, you know, I'd love to learn more about you or let's connect on LinkedIn, you can say, okay, fantastic. Here's my card. That's probably the easiest way. Here you go. Or if they ask for your card, then give it to them. Okay, but don't just walk up to a group of people and go, I'm Christina. All right, no machine gunning your business card. All right, we're nearly at the end. You're doing so well. Number nine, practice mindful conversations. Now, this can be challenging when there are so many people around. It can be very distracting at a conference. It's like, oh, who's that person? Who's that person? Oh, is that a speaker? Oh, shiny object, shiny object. Okay, it's very easy to get distracted. So, and I've spoken about this before. When you're speaking to someone, make them feel like they are the only person in the room. And there's going to be noise happening. There's going to be people walking past, laughing, maybe famous people walking by, right? Maybe people you know, but try your best to ignore that. Don't look at your phone. Don't look at whatever. Don't look over their shoulder. Look at them focus on them and be mindful of what they're saying and really listen and think, okay, um, there's plenty of other people here to speak to and there's other people I want to speak to, but right now I'm speaking to this one person and I, and I am giving them all my attention. Okay. And that's how you really connect with people and start to build up relationships with them. You're much better off having fewer conversations and forming stronger connections with fewer people than darting around and trying to say hi to everyone and only having surface level conversations. Okay. All right. And you ready for your, for the 10th and final tip for getting the most out of conferences? And the tip is to follow up with people afterwards. All right. I've been to, I've made this mistake where I've gone to conferences and then met all these great people and then sort of didn't follow up for a few weeks after because I just got busy and didn't get around to it. And then I went to the pile of stack of business cards that I got and I was like, Oh, who's that person again? And it was really hard for me to remember. So what you can do is as you're collecting business cards from people or their details, write a, you can write a little note on the business card, like something personal about them. You know, what, color hair did they have? How many kids did they have? What's the name of their podcast or whatever? Um, what did you talk about? What, what links did you say that you'd share with them or a book or resources or something? And then, and in the next few days or, you know, at most a week afterwards, send them an email, send them a request on LinkedIn or, or Facebook, connect with them and send them a little message saying, Hey, it was so great to meet you. Here's that book I was telling you about and send them a link to that. Right. Or ask them, oh, so how are your kids doing? You know, just show that you remembered something specific about them. That'll make them feel really special. And, you know, it sort of, it cements that connection. Make sure to follow up and they'll definitely remember you from that. And remember, don't leave it too long. I know it can be a hassle, but don't do it like more than a week afterwards. Alrighty. So there you go. 10 tips for getting the most out of your conference experience. Just to quickly recap, number one, set your intention. Number two, find conferences that are appropriate to you that you want to go to. Number three, see if you can get a discounted or free conference pass. Number four, stay at the hotel if possible. Number five, don't over plan. Six, 
Use this as an opportunity to practice approaching people. Number seven, don't aim to sell, aim to be memorable. Number eight, don't machine gun your business cards out. Number nine, practice mindful conversations. And number 10, follow up with people afterwards. And oh, and I have a bonus tip for you, actually. Uh, That's as a, a reward for you for hanging around till the end. Well done. The bonus tip for making the most out of your conference experience is to create content from the conference experience and promote it everywhere. Now, this applies if you're working for yourself or for someone else. So blog about the conference, do a podcast, write an article for your company intranet or your company newsletter. Look at your notes that you, that you, that you took down and, you know, write a 10 things I learned from X conference and publish it as a LinkedIn blog post. This makes you look excellent in front of your boss or in front of recruiters. And, and even if you run your own business, it shows that, you know, you're active, you're going to conferences and, and plus it gives you something to write about. If you're stuck for ideas, hopefully the conference will be able to inspire you to be able to create more content. Plus you can interview people at the conference as well. Alrighty. So that brings us to the end of this episode. Show notes will be at thecmethod.com slash conference. And what I've done is I've put together uh, a guide for you. It's called The Ultimate Guide to Non-Sleazy Networking. And it contains a bunch of tips that will help you to network without being salesy or sleazy because I know that a lot of people, they know they know they need to get out there and network and attend events, but they don't want to come across as being sleazy or trying to sell stuff. So I've created a guide for you that'll take you step-by-step through that process. And you can download that for free at thecmethod.com slash conference. That's thecmethod.com slash conference. And that's all from me this week. All the best with your conferencing. (laughs) Next week, I'll be sharing with you how my podcast movement a conference experience went, including my presentation, which I'm really excited about. Oh yeah. I'll see you then. Thanks so much for tuning in. Keep on being awesome. My name's Christina Cantors, and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed.